Here we go with another episode of Schoolhouse Rocks, a podcast. We're here today to talk about what I think is a pretty interesting topic, um, but, you know, quite frankly, it's some of the um, exciting things that happen behind the scenes in the school districts that sometimes make it work that aren't really recognized. So that's really kind of the focus today is one of those items. So the topic for today is transfer goals, and that may be something that people are unfamiliar with. So let's start by introducing the folks that are here joining me today, and then we're going to get right into that. Hi, everyone. It's Alyssa Bellardino, the pre-K to 6 Humanities Supervisor. Hello, it's Eric Schmidt, the Secondary ELA and Performing Arts Supervisor. And I'm Jeff Fashina, the Supervisor of Mathematics, Business, and Family Consumer Science for grades 7 through 12. All right, thanks for joining me, uh, guys. We're going to talk about transfer goals today. So just real quick, kind of what they are. And we, we talked about this in previous presentations here in the school district as well as on the podcast. Um, you know, oftentimes non-educators kind of get tricked into thinking that words are synonyms and they're not, right? So standards, curriculum, resources, like these are different things. So before we just talk about specifically transfer goals, let's kind of clear that up a little bit. So the Department of Education writes, approves standards. Those are the learning targets that we are supposed to work towards. School districts then in turn unpack, that's kind of an educational word, unpack the standards, which means we kind of read them carefully, we break them apart to try to understand the the purpose behind them and how they fit into a teaching structure and learning opportunities for students. And we write curriculum. Uh, curriculum kind of aligns those standards to teaching practices like on the ground in the classroom. And then frequently school districts, depending on the discipline and kind of what's available, identify supplemental resources to support the curriculum. Uh, oftentimes kind of curriculum and standards get interchanged, but they're not really, that's not really accurate. School districts don't really have an option about implementing the standards. That's something that is mandated by the Department of Education, but they do have an option about how they write and implement curriculum, which is kind of the practice to achieve those standards. And they definitely have an option to identify the learning goals. Um, pardon me, the supplemental materials that are used. So, um, where do transfer goals fit in there? So when we teach things real quickly, what transfer goals are is, they're a framework that connect the teaching trajectory in any discipline. Um, so we teach math in kindergarten, in first grade, in second grade, right? We teach math in every grade. And theoretically, those grades build on one another until you get to a culminating experience in the high school that allegedly is supposed to have prepared you for the real world for adult life. Uh, and I kind of laugh when I say allegedly because sometimes it gets disjointed. And so as a school district, we decided to write transfer goals to kind of keep that connected. And so really simply put, and I'll let my colleagues here kind of explain a little bit more in depth what transfer goals are. It allows the K through 12 journey in any discipline to be connected, right? There are these overarching beliefs. So when we're learning something in math in kindergarten and we're learning it again, something else in 11th grade, those things should be connected. They shouldn't be disjointed uh, topics. So what are they? Alyssa, I, I see you, you're ready to go there. What? Tell us, t tell everyone in understandable words what transfer goals are. So I think when we discuss transfer goals and we talk about transfer goals, it's something that is long-term in nature, right? We have goals that are set constantly by students and by teachers, um, but these are something that stay with them K through 12. And so the work that we did as a district really looks at what do we want our kiddos or our students to be able to know by 12th grade that they are working towards every year and growing and developing upon. Um, so our transfer goals are by domain, but a lot of them are intertwined. So when you think about ELA, there's things that you do in ELA across all subject areas. When you think about speaking and listening, those are 
goals that you could have across ELA, across math, and so on. Um, just to give you an example, one of the transfer goals for speaking and listening is listen actively to engage in a range of conversations to an analyze, synthesize ideas viewpoints and credibility in order to learn, reflect and respond. That's something that we do in our youngest grades in kindergarten all the way up to 12th grade. So I think it's important that we see that it's not just, you know, oh, just this year or not just in kindergarten. It does follow them through. And it's something that we truly believe in that by research is what kids need to know and should know to make them most successful in life. Yeah. So the transfer goals kind of work opposite of content for the most part. Um, you know, but hand in hand with it at the same time, it's, you know, in, in math, my example, you know, there's different content that needs to be taught each and every year. Uh, but there's certain skills that you're doing in order to learn that content along the way that is consistent across all 12 grade levels. Um, and that's kind of what we look at as far as the different, uh, transfer goals in mathematics. What are you doing in order to learn the math or what are you doing in order to demonstrate your understanding of mathematics? Um, and just what are you building within yourself, right? Because the content can only take you so far, just the knowledge of that content, but the skills that you're building outside of that are helpful as well. All right, go ahead, Eric. You want to jump in there? Um, so, yeah, I get really excited about transfer goals. It was an awesome opportunity our admin team had a few years back to really meet Jay McTie, who's responsible for kind of defining these. Um, and he's the author of Modern Learning, Leading Modern Learning. Um, and it's really helped us kind of get a sense of developing these really important goals, as Alyssa said, that kind of carry through grade to grade. I think that a lot of the times the work that happens in schools can seem like a one and done, like check, I met that criteria. Mm -hmm. Transfer goals really reinforces the idea that it's sustainable and continues uh, year after year annually. So I do have to laugh. I'm, well, I'm laughing to myself. Eric just started, he said, and I quote, I'm really excited about transfer goals. <laughs> and so... <laughs> Well, I think doing this is fun work. It, it helps us have uh, formulate a vision and direction for how for the teaching structures and the learning opportunities that are provided to kids in the district. I just had to laugh because, I mean, there's exciting things in the world. You know, on the top 10 list for most people, it's probably not transfer goals. So I'm really excited <laughs> that for Eric, it's, it's, it's on there. It is. It's cool. Um, for me, you know, the standards sometimes when you just sit down and unpack those, they often in ELA have a utilitarian purpose. It's like the nuts and bolts, like why is this important? But it, it often fails, in my opinion, to to have greater value. Like, so for instance, one of our ELA transfer goals is to build a love of literacy. That is not a standard, but that's something we value in Roxbury. Mm -hmm. uh, is that measurable? Um, that's something that, even though it might be difficult to quantify, it's still a pursuit worth, worth attaining. And back to the point about them being overarching, there are tons of literacy standards that build and, and contribute to that, right? So even that are measurable along the journey from kindergarten to 12th grade. Um, and so that's kind of the point of transfer goals. While they may not be, as Eric said, kind of quantifiable, you may not be able to like wrap your, your, wrap your hands around it and be like, this is how I do that thing. It's because this is an overarching goal that connects the journey of K through 12 learning and really fits into our curriculum design really well, you know, which is understanding by design. So go ahead, Alyssa, you wanted to jump in there. Yeah. So one of the other books that Jay McTie um, had written along with Grant Wiggins is understanding by design. And there was a quote that I um, that stuck with me that I want to share that I think really will put together everything that we're all saying. So it says in teaching students for understanding, we must grasp the key idea that we are coaches of their ability to play the game of performing with understanding, not tellers of our understanding to them on the sidelines. 
So I think it, it makes me think about how we teach students, right? Are we teaching them in a way that is allowing them just to memorize and give drills? Because that's not equipping them with the skills that they need for it to stick. We need to make sure that they understand and can show their understanding in a multitude of ways. Um, because what works for me doesn't work for someone else. Um, so giving them the tools to be successful directly correlates with successful teaching and learning. And I actually appreciate the reference in there about playing the game because too frequently school becomes a game. <clears throat> Pardon me. Like we we kind of develop these rules and these frameworks that kids have to operate within and they may not be the best fit for them. So I do like the idea that we need to help them navigate that that experience in a way that's productive so they can achieve those end goals. More importantly, <clears throat> more importantly, one of the things that I think transfer goals have the greatest connection to is uh, the idea that every year we survey students, we gather their feedback about their learning experience. We That survey goes out to students in grades 3 through 12. Uh, research tells us that students want to have a voice. They do care. Uh, really intimately and deeply about what happens in school. And those feelings of disconnection and negativity generally about the school experience are because they're unintentionally uh, imparted on kids because of learning experiences they don't resonate with, um, emotional experiences that don't have a positive outcome, things like that. And listen, while that's part of the journey of life and the human experience, there are things a school can do to help make that a more positive um, opportunity for kids. And one of the questions we ask kids starting in fifth grade, and it kind of evolves to more mature language as they get up into the high school level, but um, simply put, the question asks students if they understand the value in what they're learning and it's connected to their future. And the truth is that the annually, the response to that question isn't overwhelmingly positive at all, um, which is a cause for concern. And it's something that we've been considering and addressing as an administrative team and working together with teachers to answer that question. And the reason it becomes disjointed and difficult is because Teachers develop lessons and believe that they are teaching things that connect to kids' futures. And so the real breakdown, in my opinion, is how do we communicate that to kids? How do we help kids understand that what they're learning is valuable and important? And I believe a stronger reliance on these, on transfer goals, on this thing, like here's how this thing fits into the long-term plan. Um, because sometimes that in the moment, this is the standard we're working on today. Kind of like that's not language kids understand. But so, for instance, I'm looking at physical education. Like one of the transfer goals in physical education is to demonstrate positive character traits through active communication skills and sportsmanship. Like that's not making a free throw. That's not hitting a baseball um, because people have different skill levels in there, regardless of how much they practice or their interest level. What everyone can learn to do starting in kindergarten, going all the way up through 12th grade is how to demonstrate active communication skills and good sportsmanship. Like, so hopefully that helps, you know, these examples that we're kind of sprinkling in here, help people understand the value of this experience. Uh, I'm looking at ELA transfer goal number four, persevere through literacy challenges by setting goals and utilizing active strategies. These are things that would be applicable to an elementary student or a high school student. Um, I was speaking with a student who was uh, doing a summer assignment and just talking about active strategies when reading. Uh, and kind of to Chuck's point, the value of that is immediate. Um, students recognize that this is going to help me uh, and that it is not something that goes away. It's long term and sustainable and will carry on and lead to greater success down the road. I just want to highlight one thing. We talked about transfer goals going across curriculum. Uh, number one transfer goal in mathematics is perseverance. So the fact that that word is even showing up in multiple 
uh, disciplines is actually pretty exciting as well. So I don't know if I share in Eric's excitement as much, <laughs> but it's definitely there for me as so well. So you're not willing to just be like, I love transfer goals. I do love them, but... Uh, it's our next t-shirt. <laughs> is it, is it? Not as much as chocolate chip cookies fresh out of the oven. Um, so I'll just kind of be you know, kind of a homer for what we do around here and trying to continue to beat the drum that everything is interconnected. So Eric read a language arts transfer goal and Jeff identified a similar one in math, both focused on perseverance, which really connects well with our portrait of a graduate, um, which kind of, you know, one of those one of those uh, portrait themes is adaptable and resilient. And the description of that theme is talks about perseverance and really um, working hard towards a goal and understanding that struggle is something that happens in life. And so the fact that this kind of thread connects multiple aspects of our school district, I think is important. And that's something that gets me excited, Eric, you know, same. And I think that's, that's where I'm coming from as well is like the portrait of a graduate themes. Um, you know, I see the transfer goals as each department's ability to enact and achieve uh, a lot of that work. Mm -hmm. Um, so when we think about what does that look like in action in, in the department, in the classroom, these transfer goals give us the language to say that the portrait of a graduate is is active, it's alive, and it's it's doing its work. And and I would welcome. You may be thinking, I've never heard of this, you know. And how do I find out more about this? And these transfer goals in each discipline are posted on our website. Um, you can find them in the academics tab of the website. You can also find them in the curriculum folder. We do have all of our curriculum on the website. So if reading that is kind of arduous or it's hard to understand, which I totally get. Um, you know, if a family member of mine shared like a medical journal or some sort of, you know, accounting document, it would be like a foreign language to me. So I do understand when parents, are, you know, kind of talk about curriculum and like, well, I don't understand this thing. I don't understand what the standards are saying. And the truth is, you don't really have to. That's why the teachers are there unpacking that stuff and trying to synthesize it down into everyday experiences for kids. But I do believe that the transfer goals are written in language, although it is kind of written for adults. Uh, and teachers to use, like if you sat down and read some of these things to a kindergarten or first grader, they wouldn't understand the words that you're using really because it's a little bit more elevated language because these are the end targets that overarchingly connect K through 12. So, um, you know, but you can find those on our website and you can take a look at them. And I do think these are good things to point back to, particularly if there's something that you don't see it fits. Those are great questions for a teacher if your student is struggling or you're having questions like, but how's this thing fit into the big the big picture? And I think those are legitimate questions to ask. Absolutely. I think that one of the things that we can consider as teachers and as educators is thinking of the end goal in mind. What do we want our students to learn? How do we know that they've learned it? And what will we do to get them there and be their coaches in their corner? So those are three things that really stuck with me that I think all teachers consider when planning lessons and planning um, activities to support our transfer goals and our curriculum. And we also have um, transfer goals in kind of, I guess I'll say, atypical curricular areas. Alyssa already mentioned speaking and listening, and there are standards related to that, but we also have transfer goals in SEL because that's a big part of uh, what a school district provides any student from a social-emotional learning experience uh, standpoint, and that has definitely emerged as something that's critical to the day-to-day -day operations of school districts, probably before COVID, but definitely since as we you know continue to adapt to the, need, the entirety of needs of a student, right? There's much more that goes into educating and supporting a child um, and their development than just curriculum, 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 and content, 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 right? While that's important, and the learning is really the cornerstone of what a school district provides to, to students, 
um, ha- helping them feel safe and ready to learn, right? That social emotional part is, is really important. We also have transfer goals about inclusivity and our district has an inclusivity statement. So all of these pieces getting tied together really do help drive the daily the daily operations. And I do think that's important for people to understand. All right. So that's the purpose of today was kind of an intro of transfer goals. If you are as excited about transfer goals uh, <laughs> as we are um, or any other topic, this is just kind of a quick reminder that there, on our website where the podcasts are posted, there is a survey. If there's something you want to hear us talk more about, I mean, Eric would be totally stoked if someone's like, more transfer goals. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, you know, you can definitely give us your feedback and tell us what you want want to hear more about. But um, thanks for listening about transfer goals. Uh, just a quick intro, but uh, we do appreciate Jay McTie's presentation a couple of years ago and helping us get it started. And one more time, if you're interested in, in, in reading that, the book that helped start this for us was Leading Modern Learning. Uh, by Jay McTighe, and it really does connect to another book of his, Understanding by Design, which is a format and philosophy that we use when designing curriculum. Um, So thanks for listening, and have a great day.